Young and Flame go sicko mode. Hello. We're live, pal. Oh, we're live. We're live. We're kicking. We're on yeah. deck. We're, we're SMTV live. We're, yeah. we're also CD UK. Um, <laughs> welcome <laughs> to another episode of Desperate for Content. My name is former uh, New York Mayor Rudy Giuliani. Um, and I'm a child star, Macaulay Culkin. Excellent. So welcome. we have. Were you going to talk there? Were you going to talk over no, me? I'm doing a I fucking just, intro. I was saying welcome. You go, go on. Go ahead. No one is welcome here. I'm so drinking my coffee. So we've got a <laughs> we've got an agenda this week. We're actually organised, and by we I mean me. Um, also, just to get it out of the way, because we're not going to address it in the podcast. But fuck J.K. Rowling, Rowling. However you say it, I don't give a fuck. I fuck it. Um, yeah, turfs aren't welcome on this podcast. Um, so. First thing I wanted to talk about was yesterday I had my first few games of the viral video game sensation Among Us, and I had a whale of a time. Yeah. I was imposter like twice, shit at it both times, but it's one of those games because I hate that genre. Like I've played so many of them and they're so boring, but Among Us manages to find stuff for like the non-killy people to do, so it was fun. Um... But yeah, had a, had a good time, and James came along, joined the server. Along for the ride. So I've, I've been playing Among Us for like uh, about a week now, I guess. Like it's mm-hmm. it's the only see the, so the only downside to Among Us for me is that you need like a consistent friend group, like a big one too. Yeah. Um, because matchmaking, there's no. I, I don't really see the point in it. I know a lot of people do do match made games, but like nobody talks. You just have to type. And I think the game really, really shines when you have people on microphone with each other. Yeah. I think that that's the that's the peak of it. That's why it's so fun, I think. And it's also why the game uh so the game came out about two years ago. Yeah. Um and it flopped massively. It it absolutely flopped. It like nobody was playing it. Um I think it had like eight players before recent yeah. times. Um Damn. so they gave up on it. Understandably. They were like, yeah, fuck it. We'll make a sequel. Like mm-hmm. we'll work on something else. Um and then obviously, you know, some big streamers. I think Soda Poppin was the first one to play it. Um, started playing it. Everybody else started playing it. It's an easy way for it's an easy way for a lot of big streamers to like actually play a game together because a yeah. lot of the games they individually play aren't the same genre. Yeah. Um and it, it's also good content, obviously. Who doesn't want to see like their favorite streamers try and like yell at each other and suss each other out and shit? Like that's true, yeah. You know, people enjoy that. So it's it's absolutely blown up. Um but it's it, getting a group together is like the hardest part. But as soon as you like get a full a full ten is probably the best. But yeah, um, we had fun yesterday. We had a good we had a good time with like what we were like seven or eight. Was, yeah, we had fun. seven. Uh, we had two imposters when we had seven, but that the balance is a bit off, so we reduced it to one. Um, well, it, for me, like I think the the most fun thing about it is it's it, it takes that like core sort of mafia like idea. Yeah, and then just sort of goes like, "Well, there's actually stuff to do though," because like being town in mafia is the most unfun thing Absolutely. on the planet. Are they trying like terrible. make individual roles, and they become so convoluted? Because I remember playing um the mafia like mod one on StarCraft Two, and you had stuff like witches, vigilantes, and stuff like that, and like escorts and messengers yeah, and stuff. Yeah, like... different roles, but. Like, and also the roles don't really like they don't really spice it up at all. Yeah, some of them are just as boring as doing nothing. Uh, especially exactly. especially fucking um 
I can't remember what, what it was, but like there was one where you're a bus driver and you just move people around. So if you move them, they don't get killed and stuff. And I was like, okay. Yeah, there's like I think the only the only fun one was like I think there was detective was kind of fun because that yeah. was um you actually had like a a shot as well. Mm-hmm. Right, you could actually choose the kill as well, so you could actually take out the um who you thought was the mafia. Yeah. Without just voting them out, but not like in general, being town in mafia is just one of those things where you just sort of sigh and accept it and <laughs> like go along with it because you really don't want to. Whereas I think crewmate in Among Us isn't that bad. Like I, I much prefer playing Imposter. I think Imposter is the most fun. Um, yeah. probably just come a little bastard, and I love that kind of shit. <laughs> but uh, I wouldn't mind if they had um in some mafia games they have like the jester role, who's like a sort of midway between civilian and like evil and the, their entire goal is just to get themselves killed that that's so funny to me and that's that plays into me just being a chaotic bastard and just being like if i even look a little bit suspicious saying shit like oh i'll never tell <laughs> amazing it's 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 hard to like i don't know i think it, it's one of those games where it's super hard to sort of strike a balance in you know, being inquisitive and being too much like over the top of it. Mm-hmm. Um and then everybody starts to have their own tells as well. Like that's that's the only issue with playing yeah. with the same group. Is mm-hmm. you start to figure out everybody's tells. Because everyone has one. I've everyone set myself has one. up for failure because oh whenever I was crewmate and everyone was suspicious of me, I have the gimmick of re- being able to recount every little minute thing I did during my turn. Like the one game where I'm imposter, I'm like, oh, what did you do, Gary? I'm like, ah, <laughs> you're like, right, <laughs> send about the airlock. God, it's it's bloody fun though. It is. It, it's bloody bloody fun. My, I, and you had um a run in, well, several run ins with my friend Mike, aka Ducker, who for some reason sometimes his brain just stops working, mate. And he's not I, I, he's not a dumb lovely, guy. He's very smart. Lovely, lovely fella. Absolutely. If if you're listening, mate, lovely, lovely guy. It was great playing with you. Holy shit, last night though. There, <laughs> so there's always these moments with 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 every single group I've played, there's always like similar moments where hundred percent it's guaranteed one person. Like everything stacks yeah. up, the logic all makes sense, everybody's like thought process makes sense. <laughs> it's them. Mm-hmm. And there's always that one vote that's like, ooh, I don't know. <laughs> Like, <laughs> I'm not too sure though. It's it's there in front of you. Like, yeah, but you know. <laughs> no, to be fair, here, here's the thing with Mike, and I'm not talking shit about Mike. Um, it's just Mike is his brain he's is. Yeah. He's got no no. He's <laughs> like <laughs> he's got he's got such a galaxy brain because like he used to play like StarCraft two like nonstop. So like his brain is capable of doing a million things at once and like outsmarting someone when you've got a macro micro, all that bollocks. So when you reduce him down to like a very simple game, like among us, there's not enough happening. So his brain just malfunctions. No, I, I kind of feel this. I kind of feel this because I did this a lot. Um, when I was younger at like school and that I would overthink things to the point that I would think that my answers to simple questions were wrong. Um, I did this all the time on exams when I was younger um like i finished my exams really quickly i went yeah. back through them and answers that were correct to simple questions i would overthink it and think yeah but surely that's not that easy yeah and start sort of going over it again and i feel like that's kind of the thing like he might do like 
the answer is very simple, but why is it that yeah. simple? Yeah, you so, know? like, so it's similar. I used to finish my test really and then go through instead of, like, fall into that trap because I knew I probably would if I looked at my answers again. I'm just slowly colouring all the O's and stuff on the entire paper. Um, <laughs> so uh, there's one incident where Mike betrayed me with, with this, like, similar issue, and I've never forgiven him for it because I'm petty. But we, when we all used to play League of Legends... I was playing mid, and he was playing jungle. I asked for a gank. He came in, held, held me gank for like two seconds of the altercation. Then there was something else happening in another lane. So he just stopped in the middle of helping me kill this person to go down to the next lane, even though we weren't done with the gank. And I got killed. I was like, Mike, what the fuck are you doing? He's like, oh, bottle needed help. And I'm like, you need to stay and do the job that you're doing. But that's what I'm wondering. Like, he, he's, he's got like a very bird's eye view of things. So like, uh, that time where the, you and him were, there was a round where you and him were stuck together, and it only, only could have been Ryan who murdered someone on the other end of the ship. And he's still like, ah, no, because the lights ah, went no, down, and I no. lost track of me for a second. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I disappeared for a whole fucking five seconds, killed someone and ran back. Like, I, I can teleport. Like, that's, that's it, isn't it? I, I'm, I'm magical. I'm a magical man. But it's I'm 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 glad that, I'm glad that the game uh, has seen some success. Um, I noticed yeah. that the I noticed that the developers have like they stopped working on Among Us two, yeah. Um, in order to work on the first one, which I think is the smart idea. Um, because yeah. I think with games like this, they're not gonna last. Like in the in the in the big public sort of eye, like I think it's still gonna be a thing that people will play here and there. Yeah. Um, but I absolutely like can't see it being a big like Twitch meta for the longest time. Yeah. Um, I think it's just, I think honestly it's just especially since everybody's in lockdown and needs fucking company mm-hmm. that it's a big, big thing right now. Um, but I think it's smarter for them because if they if they wait and they release like a second one and then the hype has died down and people aren't by interest anymore, I don't I don't think it'll really do them any good. Whereas I think if they focus on like adding stuff to the first one, making it a bit more spicy. Yeah. Absolutely. Plus, I've already got role. the framework for it. So, yeah, there was talk of roles as well. I'm not really sure how they're going to do that. Mm. Interesting. Yeah, they, I, mean, I, I mean, the current roles they have are more interesting than anything in like standard mafia and stuff, like all the sabotage and you know venting and all that stuff. Yeah, I think it seems to have eclipsed um, the Fall Guys hype as well. At least from Dude, I would be, I would be fuming if I was Fall Guys right now. But it's like, I think Fall Guys' problem was, if you look at it, like if you hadn't played it before, and somebody gave you a list of all the maps, and was like, look how many maps are in this game, like Not different mini games, you're like, oh, that's quite a lot. But then when you get in, like, only like <clears throat> 40% of them are fun. 100%. This is why I stopped playing. Yeah. Um, Fall Guys was a very, I like, no doubt that game was super successful. Yeah. Um, and I think it was it was a good game. Well, I mean, it is a good game. It's not it's not gone. It's a it's good dead. game. It died um, last night. Well designed. It's a lot. <laughs> dead game. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. It has like uh, it has it has this sort of you know um, very welcoming sort of flashy colors and stuff that I think everybody kind of needed at that point. Yeah. Um, with the way things were going in the year, I think everybody needed that. Um, it was a lot of fun, but. The game selection, it's like it's like if you played Mario Party every single day, um, yeah. you'd get fucking tired. Like, if, if I used to play WarioWare a lot, 
Like if I kept playing WarioWare now, I'd get bored of it because I played every single game. Like the mini games are fun when they're fresh. Yeah. Um, but then with Fall Guys, it gets to the point where it's like, okay, so out of these mini games, I like about four of them. Like mm-hmm. four of them are very fun. These ones are very frustrating. Um, and then it's just the same thing. And it's just the same, it's the same games. It's the same thing. And it becomes a bit bland, which is, you know, like t- to be expected of this kind of game. It doesn't yeah. really have that longevity. Um, and to be honest, I, I'm a bit worried for them with their season two because it looks like it's just the same games, but slightly different themed. Yeah. But I think and- what Among Us has over Fall Guys is like, rather than because Fall Guys sort of like depends on what's happening in the game, the obstacles mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And there's not much interaction with other players. Yes, you can grab people and maybe knock them off if you obstruct them. Like Among Us is more based around how the players interact with each other, and there's like a million more variables when you're going off people's personality, trying to lie to people and stuff. Oh, like that. absolutely! It's more. So that it's just more sustains of a itself a little game. bit more. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And if, I mean, like the Among Us basically came out of nowhere and just absolutely took four guys thunder on Twitch. Like, mm-hmm. like Twitch now, Among Us is Among Us is absolutely huge on Twitch. Ne- nearly every single day. Like right now, this is what. Two o'clock in the afternoon in yeah. Europe, it's eighty-one thousand viewers. It's big. Like, do you know what I mean? It's it's big worldwide. There's like people from all different time zones playing Among Us, big lobbies with big streamers, which means like massive view counts for it. Like you, you get the uh, some of the lobbies like where it's like XQC, Lyric, Train Wrecks. It's like you know over a hundred thousand people between three people <laughs> and then you've got everybody else like as well mm-hmm. it's 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 big man it's really it's really really big um and i'm I'm glad i'm glad i like to see i like to see like simple titles or like say simple you know what i mean like yeah it's fun things with small made by small teams like it's like what a three-man team i think yeah Something like, I like to see this stuff succeed. Next to no microtransactions. I know you can buy like hats and pets in game. But, like... Yeah, it just it just has this like factor that's just like you know what this is good. Like it just yeah. has that fun factor. It doesn't need all the bells and whistles. It doesn't need a lot of fancy shit. It's just it's just a fun little game that you can play with your friends. And it's been a it's honestly I have it's the game I have played the most with people in the past year. I like yeah. I don't really play games with people anymore because I think everybody plays different stuff. Like a yeah, lot I of my think friends, the, the only other game that really pulled my friend group together was the re-release of Halo Three, just because it's Halo Three. And oh, Halo Three like, does slap, doesn't it? Yeah. Halo Three is a fucking belter of a game. No, I, I like, I, I mostly, like, what I mostly do nowadays is I play games with people like on Discord, but yeah. I'm not actually playing with them. Like, we're all playing our own thing, but we're just chatting. Yeah, like that's tends to be what I do because a lot of people just play different stuff, or mm. I'll like stream the game so people can watch me play it whilst we talk, like in Discord or whatever. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm um, the same. I'm really into just games where I can just potato out on my own. Been playing a lot of Stellaris lately. Uh, got to get to Hades with its uh, version one. Release. I bought Hades. I bought it's it. So I'm, good. I'm gonna, today. I'm gonna try it out. Like I, I don't like roguelikes usually but there's just something about the art style the story just how satisfying the gameplay is uh it's i think it's probably one of the best games i've ever played like period throughout my entire lifetime like, I <laughs> a lot of people say it's very very good it's um very yeah. like binding of isaac style as well right yeah yeah it's it's in that vein um but it's just great and like 
it just it fucks from start to finish, and with it being a roguelike, it starts again, so it just keeps fucking. Um, Keep on fucking, baby. Yeah. So the only games I'm really looking forward to going forward um, is because I'm a proper buff Chad lad. Is obviously the new FIFA comes out. I think not next week. The week after that, can't be too sure. But yeah, because I love a bit of FIFA. Um, that's it, really. Can't think of anything new that's coming out that I'm hyped for. I'm trying. I'm trying to think if it's anything like. To be honest, apart from Demon Souls. Um... <clears throat> and whatever else comes out next year, yeah. I think that's probably it. Like, I I feel like we're we're reaching the point, um, with the games cycle of the year, where mm. most of the big hits are probably just going to wait till the next gen. At this point, yeah. like a lot of a lot of the big hits are probably just going to wait till next year. And we're kind of just like skipping along on what we have. There's like a few releases here and there, maybe some remakes or you know some, uh, like Mafia remake is apparently pretty good. Yeah, um, I came out yesterday. You know, there's like bits and bobs here and there, but eventually everybody's gonna go back to like playing the one multiplayer game that they've played every single day for the past two years or something, mm-hmm. <laughs> and wait for new stuff to come out. I got a PS5 by the way. I don't know if I told you that. Oh. I'll tell you that. I'll tell you that. I got I, one. I'm not getting a bag. PS5 because there's nothing on there that I'm too asked about until the second God of War comes out. Um, and God, that's going to be good, isn't it? Obviously, I'm hyped for Spider-Man Miles Morales, but I think that comes out on PS4 as well. So. I mean, I just I just like having the new shit. Mm. So, I, uh, I I ordered myself one. I ordered a digital one as well. Oh. Yeah, I ordered a, um, I ordered the digital edition. I didn't go for the CD track one. <clears throat> Because my like my my thought behind it is that I honestly do not remember the last time that I wanted to like trade discs with people or even put a disc in. Like digitals are so so much easier and so much just like more convenient. Yeah, but more expensive. I mean, you say that, but it's it's not really. It's it's unless you buy like pre-owned, it's probably going to be the same price. Like it's it's pretty much the same retail price digital as it is like physical. I, I don't think so. Like I it, traditionally buying directly from the PlayStation store, it's always like a ten or even fifteen quid more than regular retail price in like a shop. Hey, I'll I'll pay for the convenience, right? I don't give a shit. I'll pay for the convenience. You're killing the pre owned industry, pal. Uh, I, I, just, I, I I was about to say I don't care. I you're, do care. You're a class trader. <laughs> But well, this is the thing. Like, I, I, I feel like, um, I feel like more people. You know, it, it helps have a physical market, so more people can have access to stuff. Yeah. Um. See, I don't, I don't know if like that. That's the only, the only downside for me is that the physical market is kind of you know, and trading games with friends and people being able to do that. Because I mean, physical is dying out, right? It will die out. 100%. Yeah, yeah. Like physical is in the next five years, it's gone. Like it's digital media all the way. Um, the, the the fact that both of the next gen consoles, like you can just use them fully digitally, is yeah. saying something, you know. But then I feel like digital ownership is going to die within the next ten years, and everything's going to be subscription, and you will never own anything you buy ever. See, I I don't know about that. I really don't know about that. Um, I, I think it really depends on how we go. I mean, Microsoft is setting terrible precedents. Um. I don't know why. Here's here's my like 
hot fiery take on recent acquisitions and stuff yep. i don't know why people are celebrating it i really don't get it I, I don't get why people are like hell yeah microsoft buy more companies like what is this it's some like and all i've seen from the comments all i've seen from the comments on it is like some really it's some really weird haha playstation we got you back now kind of thing am i yeah. like what like it, this isn't good like th- this just sets the precedent that you can just throw billions of dollars at studios and you know they will be under your fucking um what's called under your banner yeah but like, like it, i don't know the thing for me especially with the bethesda acquisition was like obviously there's the whole it's bad monopolies fuck monopolies capitalism yeah. is uh, a blight on bad. humanity but like mm-hmm. i don't give a fuck about bethesda to be honest i haven't enjoyed a bethesda game since fucking I don't know, I mean, Fallout same, 3? Same, but apparently people to just, them it's worth more than the Fox deal for Disney. Yeah, they just want the probably the rights just to print money with Skyrim Remix. And everyone's like, oh, need new Elder Scrolls. New Elder Scrolls coming soon. Like, oh, great. Yeah, new Elder Scrolls is coming in like what? When Didn't they say it's years away? Like it's only just started production yeah. or something? It's a long time away. Here's my really? hot take. That hasn't been a good Elder Scrolls game since Morrowind. Oblivion was alright. No, <laughs> Oblivion was alright. Skyrim was no. bad. Skyrim's a bad game. I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say it. Everybody on the internet, everybody on Reddit with the fedoras on, are gonna hate me. But Skyrim is not a good game. It's very mediocre. It's it's mid. It's super mid. Mm. I, I think people just have some like nostalgic attachment to it. It's it's just mid. I was willing to get on board with Skyrim with the whole fucking shouty shit because I really enjoyed Sonic You're based like powers and stuff, yeah. but it was just like eh. It was executed pretty badly. Um, I, I think, I don't know, I, I, I always feel like people that played Morrowind don't like Skyrim, because Morrowind yeah. was super, like, there was so much to do in Morrowind. Yeah, it was, and it was it, very it was much RPG. like playing D&D. Yeah, like, it was not It was RPG more strict on roles and stuff. You know? Yeah, whereas, like, Skyrim's just, like, keep pressing the trigger and swing your hammer until everything's dead. You can't like, grow uh, out of the ground like in Morrowind. That's yeah, real gaming. <laughs> that's a real gamer experience the real gamer experience is starting up Morrowind, talking to the first NPC you come across, using the random fucking item that was on his dead body and flying into oblivion just <laughs> flying into the fucking nowhere that's what it's all about, and then dying and having to start all over again because you had no clue what you were doing truly God, that's right. day. speaking of video games go on. let's talk Just about like Fortnite <laughs> Uh, let's talk about absolute Fortnite gaming that we did. So me and uh, me and Gary went to a Fortnite concert. We did. Um, they're doing this like series of stuff now. It's called Party Royale. Great name. Yep. Um, where apparently they just do. I think they just do pre-recorded. I, I, I presume it's pre-recorded, right? I wasn't sure. Live. I wasn't hundred percent sure because I mean it. It could be live, but I feel like the amount of like censorship they did to the songs was probably pre-recorded but i don't think it was pre-recorded because the guy's voice boxes playing the um keyboard fucked up several times and he was getting visibly frustrated at points whereas if that was pre-recorded they would have just played the song again yeah i mean either way either way um what they do is they do like a concert in the game um it's multiple lobbies so it's not like one thing it's like you just join it it match makes you into a lobby and then there's basically just the show on a screen which i think is very cool um yeah. i think if i was i think if i was younger i always say this when people like when people hate on fortnite and stuff like that which i really don't get i think it's just the, the cool thing to do yeah um 
when if if I was younger and I had a game like Fortnite, I would be in my absolute fucking element. Yeah, like, the stuff you could do on that game is quite. I mean, it's everything. It's everything that a kid needs. It's got like the the multiplayer action aspect. It's got the sort of Minecraft creative aspect of it. They can play with friends. They can play with random people. Yeah, they mix in all these things like Marvel and stuff, so you can play as superheroes. And then they have these little concerts and that, so you can go and like you know watch something or watch a bloody a film or whatever. I'm pretty, pretty sure they've had films in there at some point. Possibly. Like, um, I mean, none of it really appeals to me now but i know for a fact if i was like 12 13 14 when fortnite was kicking I would off have been all in. i'd be all over that shit same yeah if they were like look you can play as iron man in like this game where you run mm-hmm. around and like shoot all the other players and so like absolutely like yeah. give me that now give it but, to me i'll do it but anyway yeah the, the concert thing is really cool because i thought it was just going to be like a giant screen we all just watch it and it's like okay great but, like, you move around freely. There's, like, items where you can, like, have people bounce around and shit. You can partake in all that. Or you can just sit and watch the show. And then everything, the environment around the screen's constantly changing to match the songs. There's laser rain falling at points and stuff. It gets trippy in points. It was so good. The presentation was really well done. Yeah, I think it was the, the like the atmosphere of it and the fact that they had all that stuff, like so the lights changing, like lasers raining from the sky during certain bits of songs, stuff like that. Like it was it's like choreographed, you know, like they they knew yeah. when to do like what. Um it, it was fun. It was fun, man. It was good we went to the Emerson Pack show. Um yeah. which is I also find it very interesting, like as in I don't know who they're trying to appeal to. Yeah, that is that's fair. Do you know what I mean? With stuff like this? Like, I, get I feel the, like... Uh, I get the Travis Scott concept. Yeah, because Travis Scott is very, like, Zoomer, isn't it? Like, Travis yeah. Scott is very Zoomer. I think Anderson Peck is, like, a little bit older, I guess? I don't know. Yeah, he's very much, like... Funk. For fans yeah. of music. I mean, obviously... He's very funky and, you know... Yeah, like, he's I, got, like, songs know. that appeal to everyone. But it's very much, like, look at it like the, the worksmanship in the music, like the... The jazz drumming, the bits of funk, everything that comes together, and like they all play their own instruments. And I stuff mean, I'm like happy that. they did it because it was good. It was it was good fun. Like the yeah. the virtual concert in general um, is something that I was always uh, thinking about, and I'm just sort of like, yeah, you know, like this actually is good. Like after, <clears throat> excuse me, I've been to like a couple in the past few um, months. Like I yeah. guess the Emerson Pack one counts. Um, I attended Appleville a uh, week before, which was very very good. Um, I got a little bit toasty uh, at Appleville. How did that one work? If it wasn't in so, the four nights. <laughs> so Appleville was like um, they did a live stream. Everything was pre-recorded, so yeah. they basically got every single artist to pre-record, and then they made a set from it. Um, oh, okay. like that was from it, and then it was live streamed on Twitch, but there was also a Zoom virtual mosh pit, right? Which okay. I was super skeptical about, but I fucking loved it. It was very fun. It was like a Zoom call with about two hundred people on their webcams, yeah. uh, all mics forcibly muted, and people just like grooving. Nice people just grooving or nodding along or whatever, and like this is cool. Like this is actually pretty fun. Um, and that that was good. Um, I went to a Minecraft one before that, and that wasn't great. <laughs> I won't lie. 
there was like a Karakura Benito 100 Gex concert like, oh, okay. in Minecraft or whatever. It was like, it, this was like months and months ago. I think before they they realized that they can start doing this yeah. kind of stuff like with actual people and not just in games. Um, and there was, what do you call it? Um, Porter Robinson's Second Sky. That was very good. Mm. That was really well done. And I think that was all live. I think most of that was live. Nice. Um, and that was like artists from all over the world as well. So, you know, they were like, they would tune into someone else and then go back to so-and-so in like another country or whatever. It was good, man. It was very, very good. Um, but I think this is the this is the kind of thing that we can, you know, kind of get used to for a bit. <laughs> it's, uh... Personally, it's great for me because if I have to go to an actual concert in the real world, I'm always, now that I'm an old man, I'm getting seats. I just want to sit down and enjoy the music. I don't want to be bouncing around next to other sweaty people. I know some people like live for that shit. It's like, oh, you need to go to a show. Like, you don't really go to a show if you're not like in the thick of it. But like, I'm two foot tall, I'm very frail, apart from my huge biceps. Um, I just don't want like my back's made of paper mache. I just want to sit down. Um, best concert I've ever been to was me and my dad went to see Rush and we just sat on the top balcony. Great shit, just. Just relaxing. It was great. I mean, I've I've reached this old man point now myself as well. Like, <clears throat> don't get me wrong. I would I will go in. I will, I will go fucking um sicko mode. I, will, I yeah I will go absolutely sicko mode in like a pit and stuff. Still, like I'm not that old yet, but yeah. my concert sort of enjoyment doesn't rely on that anymore. Mm-hmm. Like I used to need to be at the front when I was younger. I was like, I need to get to the front. I need to go to the front. I need to be part right. of this part of this madness you know um whereas like last time i went to when did i go to a concert last no last time i went to a concert i think we were kind of further to the back but the main one that sticks out to me is last year uh we went to see fiddler we were like a california surf rock post-rock band yeah i'm aware of fiddler yeah they're great they're really cool um and obviously it was it was carnage down like at the bottom like, because their music is just all about just getting pissed and you know drugged up and going going sick on mode. Despicable. So there was a lot of like you know wild pits and stuff, and we were upstairs, three of us. But it was such a fucking good time. I had a really good time because we were just on the sort of like balcony bit. Like yeah. we could see the whole stage, we could see the concert, we could see what they were doing, we could see what the pit was doing, and we were just like like everybody else up there as well was dancing and headbanging along and stuff just in their own little groups. Yeah. Like and it was nice. Like it was it was a nice experience because I always I think the thing that I always thought was like, okay, the people that go upstairs must just stand there and like watch it. But no, everyone dances still. It's mm-hmm. just like in a more sort of, you know, easygoing environment. Um, that sounds really old. Easy going, don't it? Easy listening. <laughs> easy um, listening with the lads. <laughs> easy listening on BBC Two. Uh, no, it was, it was good though. It was really, really good. Um, and I, I, I can enjoy that. I can see yeah. that, and I can enjoy that more now. But I think, I think the virtual concert's going to be a thing for the next, like, I don't know, uh, however many years, months that we're. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it is a shame for people who like want to go and like the atmosphere. Like all the people who listen to stuff like rave music and all that stuff, you know, they oh, just love like, touching each other's atmosphere. faces when they're rolling and stuff, and they can't do that anymore. It's a shame yeah, for mean, them, but for me, an old old man, I'm like, hey, <laughs> sit at home. I mean, I I do I do miss the atmosphere in general. I do like the atmosphere. Like I like the excitement of sort of queuing up and you know going into the concert and stuff. I like, I enjoy that. Like I think it's a very, um, yeah. I think I think it's nice. I think it's a nice atmosphere. But 
you know. Speaking uh, of stuff that's nice, I have a, a little segue here for you. Go on. Um, we're going to get serious for a bit. Okay. Not too serious. Um, I have a condition uh, known as psoriasis. Um, and okay. it's really, it can get really painful, can get really itchy. It's basically uh, autoimmune disease that sort of like rapidly generates skin cells. So like I get like um, on my scalp, it can be really bad and be like, all over people's body. But luckily mine's located, uh, localized to my scalp. It can get really painful and bleeds a lot. Sometimes it's terrible. But my darling wife found this weird shampoo stuff that uses coal tar in it. Anyway, it's amazing. It's cool. it's fixed me right up. It's um I haven't had an itchy head in like four weeks. It's genuinely amazing for me. You used to like because I have to. I used to have to like tell you. You remember James Breen for work? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good he, he's my team leader at times. One time I was just bleeding profusely from the head. I'm like James, I need to go home. I'm bleeding profusely from the head. Um, <laughs> and um, no, so that that's fine. But the real revelation is along with this shampoo stuff. She got me something called a silly scrub. Now, what it is, I'll send you a picture of it in two seconds. It's basically, it looks very painful. A silly scrub. Yep, I'll send you a picture. Sounds a bit silly, to be fair. Ha 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 all right, so I've put it in a chat. That's what it looks like. So it looks just like a, a pad with a bunch of spikes on it. Jesus, that does not look fun. That doesn't look silly in any like, way, shape. Wait for it, though. No, the reason why it's called Silly Scrub is because it, those spikes are made of silicone, and they're very soft. Like, they bend easily when you touch them and stuff like that. And you basically, when you put, like, shampoo, conditioner on, whatever... You then mm. put that on your head and just move it in circles, and it is the greatest feeling of all time. It I, is, you know, looking at it, I can actually imagine that. I can it's actually see so that. nice. Like one of those like uh, like head massager things. Yes, absolutely. It's like that. It's in it, and if you do it in circles, it in, encourages like just hair growth and stuff. Like even if you're not using like special shampoo or something, it's just healthy, like clear, like dead skin stuff like that. Um, it is all. Oh my god! It is if anyone is at home and they just want to spend an extra ten minutes in the shower, just feeling euphoria on the scalp, even if there's nothing wrong with your scalp. Because Laura got one as well. We've got two now, um, one for each of us, obviously, because she doesn't want my weird autoimmune disease on her head. Um, and oh god, it's so nice. It's just <sighs> but... it's, uh, this podcast not brought I'm... to you by Silly Scrub. It should be. Please sponsor us. I will. I will defend your product to the hilt. No, fuck off. I don't want a silly scrub sponsorship. I do. Your product nearly brought me to completion on several occasions. I was about to say, actually, like one of the one of the weirdest things, I think, right, is when when like you you know you go around these like weird little shops where they sell just like knickknacks. They just yes. sell like odd stuff. The crisps or <laughs> Yeah, and they they always have like fucking like head massages. Yeah, and you're hanging out with a group of people, and someone grabs one and goes, "Ha ha, let me try this on you." And he's like, "No," like as soon as they do it, you just you start in a pop chub. Like, this is not <laughs> this is not good. Like this is bad. Stop. Like those those things are good. Those things feel great. Yeah, 
But it's cool. similar to that. Absolutely. It's wonderful. If you're stressed or whatever, honestly, it's great. Then, segueing, this wasn't on the agenda. I'm going you rogue. Spent five minutes talking about a fucking silly scrub. I'm going rogue. Not advertised at all. Like, imagine it's if it. someone actually did sponsor us. We'd go on all day about it. That's fine. I mean, if, if it was a good product, you know. I mean, yeah, I, I don't like capitalism, Legends but you know. Now, um, get get Raid Shadow Legends on your mobile. <laughs> Not VPN, baby. Yeah, Not VPN, Raid Shadow Legends. Fucking, what's that? Manscape, Squarespace. <laughs> yeah, all, all the classic sponsors. Me on yeah. Hey, <laughs> banter. Anyway, speaking of relaxation, which sort of circles back around to video games. Manscape. No. Um, so what I've been doing lately, which is weird, but still I do, I made a playlist on, uh, iTunes, once again, not sponsored, um, of just really chill songs, which sounds like that's a reasonable way to uh, relax and stuff like that. But on top of that, I have, um, Xbox game pass and one of the games I've played to death from it is Forza Horizon 4, which is like set in England. It's like a... The map's like a mash together of like different places in England. Like so you've got Edinburgh at the top, you've got Lake District to the bottom left, stuff like that. And just getting in a really a car that you really like, just maxing out its handling so it's really pleasant to drive. And just putting it in first person view, like you're the one driving it. And then just putting the chill music on, just driving through the countryside. Holy shit. I was like just turn into a vegetable when I do it. I'm just like zoned out, like yeah. Contact, uh, for relaxation, I've been like lying in the bath listening to Fleetwood Mac or nice. masturbating vigorously. Okay, um, that's that's my uh, my my chosen relaxation options lately. No, I've been having a lot of baths for real. Yeah. Excellent. I've been I've been having a lot of baths lately, just because I, I don't know. I feel like I feel like this is just lockdown induced because yeah. I'm just trying to find the little things that bring me enjoyment in the home <laughs> like little things i can do that just feel nice at home a bath is bloody good in it i feel like Absolutely. an old man but get the candles on get the fucking like candle on in there like scenty get the suds up just lie in there for a bit listening to some lo-fi hip-hop oh yeah Ooh, obviously it's not life. obviously it's not for everyone because some people are scared of like water and bodies of water and stuff like that but like there's just something comforting about being in water and just like zoning out like if i'm in yeah, a swimming pool or something i'm not asked about doing laps i'd rather just lie on my back and just stare at the ceiling just like uh... it's gotta be the right temp like yeah. if a bath is too hot or too like lukewarm nah i ain't good it needs to be like a nice hot like yeah steamy hot where you can actually climb into it because I, I think every everyone probably does this. I'm just assuming everyone does it because I do it. Yeah. Is the whole fucking like bath dance, like you know, not not like dancing to get the bubbles up or whatever. Like yeah. um, <laughs> when when you first dunk your foot in, yeah, and it's fucking roasting. Yeah. <laughs> so you just pull it out, pour some more cold water in. Foot goes back in. Well, nope, still absolutely roasting. You do know you've got hands. You can do that with Paul. Yeah, I know, but I don't like my hands. I like my feet. <laughs> Right. I'm a monkey man. I'm a monkey man. I've I've always like I don't know about you, but I always pick things up with my feet because it's fun. Yeah, I can pick things up with my feet. It freaks a It's fun that, and I used to like doing that a lot as a kid. My mum hates it. Mum <laughs> absolutely hates it when I do that. It was like a t-shirt on the floor. Somebody's like, pick that up, and she's gonna see me clawing at it with my toes. She's like, stop that. Just pick it up. Like, nah. <laughs> no. Uh, what what happens if I like one day I like my arms just stop working? 
Yeah, need to return to monkey. God, we always we keep reverting back to return to monkey, don't we? It's because Every, it's inevitable. We all must return to monkey. You all must. Uh, I love a good. I love a good monkey. I love a good monkey meme. You know what's really oh. relaxing to me, which mm. shouldn't be, because it's a very vigorous action. It's just brushing my teeth. Like it just That's feels. Weird. It feels so nice to me. And I remember one time I was one morning I got up and I was just appreciating how it feels to brush my teeth. I just think it's a very satisfying feeling. And then I just tweeted out as soon as I got out of the bathroom, brushing your teeth is a minty thank you to your skeleton. And Laura hated it and told me off for it because apparently it was creepy. I'm like, okay, it's, it's a bone, you know. Yeah, but like, I don't know, do you find it relaxing? It's just nice. It just feels nice. It's just something about my nice? mouth is being Fingers cleaned. Off, mate. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I kind of get where you're coming from. I kind of get where you're coming from. I absolutely don't agree with you. I think it's kind of weird, but um, <laughs> I, I understand it. I understand it. You know, wow. like to be fair, I just, I just lie down a lot lately. <laughs> That's I lie down an awful lot. That's my thing. Just vegetate. Just, honestly, like it's, it's it's probably it's probably just some sort of like lockdown induced fatigue or some shit. Like I don't know because I, I am quite tired a lot lately. But holy shit, sometimes I just I just lie down for no reason. Like it could be like now I could just get up and just lie on my bed for like twenty minutes. I don't know why. Feels kind of good though. <laughs> Feels kind of yeah. nice. No, it is I, nice to. Whew. If I had a hot tub, I would be the wrinkliest man on the planet. Holy shit! Absolutely. I would be in there. I would be in there all day, every day. But you see these, um, you know, when people go for like weekends away, and they find yeah. these little places in the countryside or like in the mountains that just have. I was a hot there a couple tub. weekends ago. We were in a little cottage. God, did it have a hot tub? It did, but um, we couldn't use it because of the COVID. Oh, that's shy, that. Yeah. Oh, I guess they got other people like, staying there as well and stuff, right? Yeah. You know what, like, cat- say if it was just me and Laura there, we could have used it because obviously we're not... Um, It was just our household. But the thing is, right, there was me and Laura, um, Laura's mom and her stepdad, and then right. Laura's stepbrother and his partner. Um, So we couldn't have, like, mixed households and stuff. It was during the, the thing where everything was lifted where people could be together, like up to six people, so we weren't we weren't like dick yeah, locked well, so we we're being arseholes. It was in that weird period where the British government was like, it's over now. It definitely wasn't over. Um but yeah. Uh so we can do that. But I have been um well you met uh, Billy last night when we played Among Us. Um yeah, yeah, yeah. he had a hot tub. Uh, don't know if he still has one. Um but when we went down to visit him one summer like we spent like most of the trip in the hot tub. It was great. I bloody um, love hot tubs, man. There's something just about that like warm vibe. It also makes you feel boozy as fuck, doesn't it? Just like sitting in a hot tub, you're just like, this is it. <laughs> this it is was, what, what mankind strived for. This. The best thing about it was like, um, we went down and we went in the hot tub for a bit at Billy's. Then we came out and then we it got to about midnight and we were just in the house like, because we there, everyone, but apart from me, obviously, because I don't drink, but people were drinking, we're playing video games and stuff like that. And then we and were like, oh, I can't wait for tomorrow when, when we go back in the hot tub. And everyone's like, why don't we just go to the hot tub with the people at night? And yeah. it's so nice just the way it's just pitch black, everyone's in the hot tub, it's just so relaxing. And like, I mean, just that's the, the like, that's, that's the play for life for me. Like, the way you just described that, just like a day of just doing nothing and then yeah. just like drinking and playing games with friends and just like repeat. 
like that is just living. That's just mm-hmm. like just straight up living. I love it. I love it, man. We, we strive as the human race to get into warm bodies of water. That's it. That's that's all we need. That's all I need. Back into the womb. There's probably some psychological uh, thing. Yeah, I mean, probably is. <laughs> to be fair, I mean, I I remember. I always remember. Um, there was like a picture. I think it was like Jessica Negri went on like holiday or something. Yeah. Um, and I think it was. Um, I think it was at the bottom of Mount Fuji. Is so that the cosplaying was, women. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it would have been insanely expensive. It would have yeah. been absolutely mentally expensive, I think. But I think it was at the bottom of Mount Fuji, and there was an outdoor hot tub where you could yeah. just see the mountain. Yeah. Uh, that would just be the absolute vibe. Like That would just be it. But here's the thing as well, I always think. I always think these things sound great in my head. Yeah. I can imagine if I was there, I would be sat there enjoying it for like 10 minutes, and I'd be like... I might just get out now and go do some of it. <laughs> like, like, yeah, it's cool. I've seen it now, though. <laughs> no, I've you seen see. It now. What's on the telly? <laughs> for me, I, I definitely would be fine. I'd just sit there because I've got a talent for just zonking out and just watching shit for like, like if I've got a nice view, like a bit of the countryside or whatever, I could just stare at it for years because I'm an old man at heart. Um, speaking of just a callback to what you said just a few seconds earlier, striving in humanity. I'm going to read an excerpt from something called Sonic High School. Now, we alluded to it yesterday when you joined our server. It's very notorious among my friend group. Uh, Billy is this found fan it. fiction? Do you want to? Is this fan fiction? It absolutely is, but I would, I would say it breaches the line between fan fiction and literary art. Um, so yeah, uh, my first encounter with with it was Billy brought it to us, um, to the friend group and he was like, I've been reading this Sonic fan fiction. It's hilarious. Read it. Um, it was, um, and I keep forgetting about it. And then, so then they'll bring it up like every few years. And he mentioned it the other day. And I read this particular chapter that I'm going to read again today to, uh, Laura, and I almost died because I have a bit of a cough at the moment. Don't worry, it's just a regular uh, changing of the seasons cold. Don't, don't have the COVID. Um, and because I had that and I was trying to talk through my laugh, I almost died. So you could hear me die on the podcast. Um, oh, that's so fantastic content. It is a fan fiction. It's about <laughs> all the Sonic characters being in high school. Shock horror. Um, God, here we go. And it's by someone called Dark Doom Firemaster. And I don't know what year it was written in, but it was last updated in 2012. It's down as fiction, mature, um, drama. Yep, drama slash romance. In fact, the excerpt I'm going to read for you is a beautiful... It's a touching love scene, not porn. Thank you very much. Um, Is this going to be, like, erotic? Oh, very erotic, but... um, Oh, come on. Listen, yeah, you will, you will come on. Trust me, um, but it's it it really is an experience. I think everyone should have. Not all the chapters are like this. A lot of it's just regular high school drama between Sonic characters. This one, um, just to preface this, just to give you the context for it. Do you remember who Espio is? Are you? Or are you not? A yeah, fan me. I, I was a huge Sonic fan. You okay, so this is a. Uh, so what happens is Espio and Rouge um have decided to go on a date. Oh God! Um, 
And this is this is um SBO turning up to the date, and then what happens? Um, it's only one page, so it's not going to be too much of the podcast. So, but it's a nice way to finish off. Just to give. I think we need to help shoehorn some more culture into the pod. So I just wanted to read this out. Um, so <laughs> are you ready, James? I'm ready. Yeah. Let me just take a sip of my. Uh, um, I think I am anyway. Okay, chapter six. Espio and Rouge. Espio walked to Rouge's house because it was time for their date together, and all Espio could think about was that they were about to make sex for the first time. Espio looked at the computer and read about what to do and what the right words were to say so he would know how it works and how to say it right, so no one would make fun of him. It was Rouge's house he was at now, and it was in front of him. Espio knocked on Rouge's house door. I hope she is home, said Espio. And she was, and she opened the door just then. Hello, I'm home, said Rouge, looking always sexy in a tiny baby bra and big cool boobs. Espio thought she looked like the hottest woman in the world. Oh, my God. Where are you... Big cool boobs. Yep. Uh, where are you taking me on our day tonight, whispered Rouge in a sex-filled voice. Espio thought this one on the way over. So that they could so that he could say it right for the first time and get her to do what he wanted. That's sex. That's not sex. <laughs> well, said Espio. <laughs> just let me put on this science hat and we will begin sex. <laughs> Rouge looked shocked, but she was probably excited too. Espio could tell they both had an erection. Um, I just want to say it's not an erection yet. It's literally a and then nerection. Nerection. Yeah. Okay. What? Said Rouge in a shocked way. Right here? Espio said, yes. This hat was made by Tails specifically for our date. It makes it impossible to see and impossible to hear while I am wearing it. Espio did a cool face at her because being smart can be cool. <laughs> as long as you're oh. not a nerd. Rouge said, okay, let's go inside, and gently grabbed Espio's hand, but he pulled it back, and she fell, causing him to fell, and they both together fell onto the grass, where they rolled around in it until they were about in the middle of Rouge's front house lawn. So there was plenty of room around them for activities. No, said Espio, I want to make sex in you right here. And Espio put on the invisibility hat, so nobody could see or hear them, and a whole new world of possibilities were optioned to them. So they could do sex in whatever way they wanted. It was time to start the sex right now. Just legal. Are you allowed to read this? Uh, absolutely. Here we go. Espio revealed his penis to Rouge, who looked at it. Oh, we're not doing porn on here. Listen, let me finish it. Rouge said, cool, and took out her vagina. Espio's penis was really big from looking at Rouge. And like when he's in church and it is so boring, but you just get a boner anyway. Rouge's vagina looked like a surprised ghost. Espio's penis approached Rouge like a plane flying at the airport. But instead of being full of businessmen, it was full of Espio's creamy Italian salad dressing. <laughs> Here it comes, cried Espio, ramming his mauve Avenger into Rouge's vagina spot. Rouge screamed sex noises. You're just reading Espio. out porn! This isn't allowed! You're just reading porn! It is allowed. If you just flag this as a mature episode, it's fine. Oh, like, Mark! wants to listen to this, though. Listen, it's great. Rouge screamed sex noises, and Espio messed around with her boobs and face like it was the X-Men arcade game. 
I think we've had enough. Uh, listen, there's about three paragraphs left. This is art. Three paragraphs? This is, this is pornographic. You cannot shy away from art, James. This is pornographic. Ethio oh slapped God. his big awesome penis from side to side in her oh, vagina man. like a hot dog windshield wiper. What the fuck? <laughs> then Espio used his tail to flip her over, brackets, he can do this, and put his penis into her butt. He moved his penis in circles in her butthole like he was building out a golf course and digging out the back nine. Rouge was flapping her bat wings like an idiot and not flying because Espio was holding on to her ass cheeks and pressing into them with his fingers, leaving marks that looked like it said wow when combined with the spot where her butthole <laughs> <laughs> And that is what she felt, because Espio seemed to be a sex professional. Espio used his tail again to flip her over and did all-star sex things, like using his penis like a rolling pin on her face and plugging his penis into her belly button to see how far it would go and making a balls hurricane with swirling his balls and her balls. Finally, they both... balls hurricane. Yeah. Finally, they both got to... They both got so sexy that Espio's penis ejaculated and semen came out of it and landed on Rouge, who was lying there on the lawn, but nobody could see them, so it was okay. At this part, Espio screamed, It's semen time! And Rouge shouted, Create a generation in me! What the fuck? <laughs> Espio ejaculated semen, and that was what happened. So, uh, is this... are you done? No, I've got two more lines. Please be done. <laughs> Now that they were done doing sex, they put their penis and vagina and balls away and Espio <laughs> took off the invisibility hat and it was like nothing ever happened, but they both know it did because they were there for it. Bye-bye, said Espio, and Espio walked off her property and away to his house and did the rest of his things until school happened the next day. End Wait, scene. Bro, my man, just fucking see ya. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> <Like, laughs> my man, just done. Right, so I have a lot of questions in general. Like, nice, that would, please shoot. I, I, I am a scholar of this text. I'm happy I'm to answer. Say apologies to all the listeners um, for having to listen to that for a grand total of like 10 minutes. I um, <laughs> don't know about you, but I'm very horny now. No, uh, <laughs> I, I, I feel like I feel like that was written by a repressed like Catholic schoolboy. As like, a former Catholic schoolboy, like, I'd say that checks out. Yeah, the way he mentions like church and stuff, like uh, part of me was thinking it's a, like it's deliberately written as a joke because there's some stuff in that that is just like this. Yes, is just... there is that. There is there is that possibility. Yeah, like there's too there's too much that is over the top, like that I don't think anyone would actually think of unless they were trying to be funny. Yeah, um, but a lot of it does just sound like a very repressed Catholic schoolboy who's like. You know, oh, like when you're in church and all this stuff, and you know, you're pretending you're having fun and that, and yeah, that's that's just fucking weird. Sex voice is one of the best things we've heard, though. Yeah. Um, I I do often talk in a sex voice on this podcast. <laughs> the, that's the goal. Um, I'm sorry if anyone pops a chub, but yeah, this is what we do. But that's think... how, how many how many chapters are there of that? Can can I ask? I know there was a sequel recently, which was uh three or four chapters. But in the original Sonic High School, there are 25 um, chapters. Apparently, it's really bad towards the end. But I've only read until, like, uh, chapter 12. Because, you know. It's... I, I don't... <laughs> 
I don't know. I'm kind of just like flabbergasted that someone yeah. spent their time like writing that. Like, especially like actually, it's it's especially worse if it's not just some like weird kid. That is I mean, the problem I have with it. Is like reading the stuff like Balls Hurricane using someone's members a rolling pin over someone's face. I like this cannot be genuine. But yeah, then if like, you that look sounds like a, a joke. Like that sounds like someone deliberately trying to be funny. Yeah, but like when you look at like the Sonic fandom and how some of the most weirded happenings on the weirdest happenings oh, on the internet yeah, come out of good. that, like and people do make these OCs and like these fan fictions right, about I these characters what... and are deadly serious like I wouldn't put it past it being real. It's one of those things, and like I don't know who the guy who wrote it is. I don't know anything past his username on this fan fiction site. Um, it really is a a mystery, a real mystery. Well, like so, I can I can tell you now. I can give you a, a revelation into my uh, past as a young Sonic fan. Um, nice. I was never like a, and I was never a sexually charged Sonic fan. <laughs> like I was just a kid who thought Sonic was cool. God, he's um, just going so fast. <laughs> but no, the like, so there are a lot of uh, a lot of oddballs, like for sure, like most fandoms, a lot of odd people that were into that kind of shit. But there was also like, I remember one time years down the line, this was like, and I mean years, like this was like ten years plus after we were all involved in that stuff. Like I still talked to some of the people that I knew from there. Um, yeah. And like there was a website some dude had made, and he had taken our I I, I use the word lightly OCs because they were basically just like um, you know uh, recolors. Your hog sonas. Like, yeah, they were basically just like recolored like characters or whatever. But yeah. someone had taken them and their names and stuff and given them backstories on a a website that was basically like a fake TV show wiki. So it was like a fake Sonic TV show wiki, and they were like, yeah, these are the characters and stuff like that. And they'd written fully fleshed out bios for our characters. Jesus. Like, it was it was weird. It was one of the weirdest things I've ever seen, because, like, that is something that I came up with as a kid. Mm-hmm. Didn't really have much of a story to it. It was just a thing I did, and that was just what I named it. Like, I named the character that. It looked like that. And someone had somehow got a hold of those and been like, yeah, this, this is this character. This is their full backstory. Like, what the fuck is this? Like it's weird, but there are a lot of people like that. Um, just online in general. Like, I mean, you look at like fanfiction.net. I, I remember back in the day, like that being a big trend of just how funny it is, and it's still a thing, right? Like, I'm all I'm all for people doing fanfiction. I'm all for people like you know, yeah, creative writing. I, I love a bit of creative writing, but oh, excuse me. I swear to God, there are, there are points where like. People just go. People just go way too overboard. Like, if you go on any of these categories, I guarantee you find like R-rated sexual stories about any fucking series or game or cartoon or whatever. And it's it, it's odd. It's odd to me. Like, yeah. I know we love love a bit of sex, but oh, yeah. absolutely. I'm, a, I'm a, what is described as a sex professional. Um, <laughs> But like I think I got nothing I haven't got a problem with fan fiction. I think it's good to practice creative writing. And being a fan of comics, the whole like what if scenario is baked into it, like the amount of different universes, stuff like that, all the different possibilities that can happen. When it's clearly just used as a vehicle for like smut and like 
mashing two characters together like yeah, the absolutely. two action men. It's like, oh, really? Uh, ugh. Apart from this chapter of Sonic High School, which is art, but you know. God. God. Reading is important. The kids need to yeah, read. I mean, they don't need to read important. this, but they need to read something. Rereading is important, but not not that. Don't read that. Don't like if anyone's listening. Don't just the past ten minutes of the podcast. Just cut it out. If you're skip in, back, skip how back. Dare you. Skip back. Just don't don't listen to it. It'll that's going to plague my mind for the rest of the day as to whether that was actually a very very odd person trying to make a joke or just a super repressed kid. Um. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I was a repressed, sexually repressed kid. I never wrote anything Don't like that. I know I just, this, pal. I just jerked off. Um, <laughs> like most people Every do. week I learn something new about your childhood, and I, none of it I ever want to know. <laughs> Listen, I, I didn't have a bad childhood. I was just a weird kid. I blame my, uh, I blame my brothers for showing me, like, do you remember Rainbow Animations? And shit no. like that. Like, it's like Newground style shit. You know, it's oh, okay. like... Like back in the day in Newgrounds though, where it was it was just kind of odd. Like yeah. it, it was almost it was almost like the Eric Andre <clears throat> of cartoons. On stuff the like rathergood.com. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff like okay. that. Like yeah, just surreal that. shit. Yeah. Like um like it was a, a lot of the stuff on um rathergood.com right now, see if it's still alive. Are they still going? They did they did adverts for like Crusher and stuff yes, like that, didn't they? They did I remember that. And I think they're still doing adverts. I think I think they were still doing adverts for like uh, for like other other fucking what I'm trying to say things. <laughs> Last I, thing they posted was June 2020. Commissioned work, yeah. They have, they have commissioned stuff, so I think that I think they do just do like odd adverts and shit nowadays. Yeah, Crusher adverts from 2015. Christ. Yeah, I remember that. Like shit now. Oh mate, that all that stuff looks like shit now. But all all that stuff like yeah, there's there was B three TA as well, which was like the like edgier cousin of rather good. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember like the Cliff Richard game, spot the Cliffrance on that. That was fucking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> it's classic. But no, like Rainbow Animations had a bunch of odd shit, and a lot of it was focused around sloth from the Goonies. Yeah. So it was like this really like weirdly animated chunk and sloth where they just looked kind of creepy um and one of them i want i remember very very vividly i was also super young when i watched this um hmm. i was probably like oh like 11 or 12 so like that is sloth gets an iv of chocolate like a uh, baby roof actually chocolate okay. iv into his veins um and then he sort of like passes out in the chair and goes inside it goes inside his mind. And it's like him walking around a world of chocolate with like this weird song, like Baby Roof, played in the background. Okay. And there's just a lot of odd shit going on. It's like chocolate in his bloodstream. And then there's a chocolate bar that looks like sloth, but has a pair of boobs. Okay. And it's like trying to entice him in. And then Chuck comes in and sloth's like OD'd on chocolate and he's dead. <laughs> I was like, ah, like, like this is the kind of stuff I used to watch when I was a kid. Like, oh, R.I.P. Sloth. R.I.P. Sloth. He came back in the next one. But... Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, it, I, I, I don't know, man. This, that's the, that's the kind of stuff that I, uh, that, <laughs> that I grew up on, dude. 
I grew up on that. I can tell. <laughs> so maybe, uh, maybe who I am, you know. Nice. Um, well, it's time to reveal something from my childhood that makes me seem oh. like an absolute sociopath, psychopath. One of you the wrote that Sonic thing. No, I wish. <laughs> um, so what we used to do is we used to like, cause I was poor as shit. Didn't have any much video games when I was little. Uh, didn't have a PS2. Went from PlayStation One, and there was a lull, and then we didn't get um consoles again until the GameCube Xbox um era. There wasn't a lot to do, so me and my brother and a couple of kids in the street that we um hung out with would go over the back to this cut where there was a bush where there was always bees on it and wasps and stuff. And we'd get bottles and try and like put two bees in the bottle and make them fight. Uh, but as you know, bees can fly. That's a bees sco- can fly. That's a exclusive scoop right here. So um <laughs> It was extremely hard to catch them. So what we'd do is we'd hold the bottle under them, get a light down, burn their wings off so they'd fall into the bottle. Christ. And, then, and obviously they wouldn't fight because they were in excruciating pain and were, you know. So, uh, yeah. You're actually nuts, aren't you? <laughs> Absolutely. That has carried over into my um, adult life. I like to set things on fire. To be fair, I was... Uh... It's it's one of the, I think it's one of those things where you talk about these things sometimes and you kind of realize as you talk about them they are kind of weird. Like I oh, remember absolutely. telling people like if I if I saw a, like a bug when I was in the shower or something like that, I would cover it in shampoo. Like I wouldn't just like throw it out or like just slap it or something. I, I would just like coat it in shampoo. Yeah, and just speaking, sort of like... speaking of bugs in the shower, the other night I was having a oh. shower. And obviously it was like 11 p.m. So a moth came in. He's like, oh, light. And obviously it had the bathroom window open so the room didn't fog up and get mold and stuff. Mm. Um, and it just came flying at me while I'm in the shower. I'm like, what are you doing? I vis- audibly said, what are you doing, mate? Went around me. And like in our house currently, we have a rain um, head shower. So it just bombards you. The water pressure is amazing. I get no head in my house. He flew under the shower and just got fucking annihilated by the streams of water and just went straight down the plug hole. Like, you just fucking I, came bugs in. Are, oh. bugs, bugs are one of those things where people are like, oh, you know, we need them for like the ecosystem and that. Do we fuck? Get rid of them. Fucking no, shit. We, we definitely do. Although, like, them. the other night I took the dog out and there was a spider that was like as big as... Oh, what's it? Like a... It was is a big fucker. Now I don't. I'm not scared of spiders. Don't really care about them. There's a big one in the house, but it was like big in terms of like spindly. You know, like some of them have got like really long limbs and stuff like that. Scared mm. the shit out of poor Laura, so I had to take it out. Um, but this one in the garden had like a massive arse. You know, like the thorax, whatever you call it. God, same. I've got a fucking dump truck. Yeah, it was dummy thick. It was like a genuinely big spider, even by my measurements. Like someone who's like, oh, I don't care about spiders. Yeah, it's kind of big. Fuck it. I was like, holy shit, I just volleyed it down the garden. Like, you stay away from my fucking puppy. <laughs> uh, so I might have just killed a very dangerous spider. So everyone's welcome who lives in Newcastle. Um, I'm your eternal protector. Yeah, and uh, anyone who lives in Amsterdam, I do have a dumb truck ass. That is very, very true. If you want to message me, <laughs> come and you'll check know, it out. You'll, you'll know uh, James has left Amsterdam when you hear the clapping stop. You hear uh, that? You hear that fucking. <laughs> Oh, the fun. 
the foot of the cheeks. Anyway, I think we're getting on a tangent here, aren't we? Yeah, absolutely. We, we think we're going off on one as we as we tend to do <laughs> on this podcast. We have like a, to be fair, having an agenda was a good step. Yeah, I think we should once we've run out of topics, it sort of just. But then we sort of just evolve into chatting about fucking arse and bugs and weird shit we did as children. I think it becomes more like a therapy session <laughs> towards the end. Just like because we, it, it doesn't feel real because it, it's a podcast. It's not an actual conversation. Yeah. So I can tell you about all the weird shit I did as a kid. <laughs> hey guys! <laughs> hey guys! I killed a man. Put on a happy face. <laughs> Oh God! So I think I think we should uh, we should probably leave it there. Absolutely, right? we we should probably leave it there. All right. So we what go you... too fucking like before we get too fucking Joker pills. Don't uh, don't play too many <laughs> seconds of that one. Stop paying Just en- en- end the stream with that's live. <laughs> <laughs> Just in the background. Just edge me going, no, but actually, James, I actually did take a man's life when I was 11. <laughs> yeah. That's not. That's what all the people say. Now, let's, let's, let's wrap it up for real. What are you up to in the coming weeks? Uh, you wouldn't get it. No. Um, <laughs> what am I doing in the coming weeks? I'm mostly just like, mostly just working, dude. I will be, um, I will be streaming on Twitch again. I had a little bit of a break this week. Nice. But you want to go to twitch.tv slash jimothyz. I'll be on there again, kicking back in action. I bought Hades, so I'm looking forward to streaming that. Uh, fucking around with that, doing some runs and stuff like that. Nice. Um, yeah, you can follow me on Twitter as well, twitter.com slash TV, where I post all the weird shit in my life. Um, I posted a picture of myself at my high school prom today. It's very enjoyable. Um, other than that, I've not, not got much going on at the moment, to be honest with you, man. I'm just sort of uh, sort of drifting, drifting week to week, seeing what happens, you know, nice. seeing where we go. And What about yourself? Uh, not doing much. Just plugging away with the articles. Uh, Statue UB on Twitter and on comicbookresources.com is where you can find my articles. Um, my last two months of articles are doing pretty well. Uh, don't mean to brag, but, you know, money. Um, Go on, lad. And hopefully I'll be able to afford a good enough attorney now that I've admitted to taking a man's life age 11. Yeah, um, you probably should. Yeah. <laughs> I uh not it's like just a, just as a, a last a last note. Um one thing I am trying to do this week is to not spend money on uh, Warhammer because I'm very tempted Ooh. to buy some Warhammer again. So if you have any reasons as to why or why not, you know, for me to buy Warhammer, um just send it to us on Twitter. Let us let us know. What's what's your opinion on Warhammer? What's your opinion on um, um uh, sex voices? <laughs> <laughs> Give it your thought. Um, it's weird because Spotify doesn't have a comment section, does it? So it's like, just I don't know. Um, Message me, DM me, yeah, give me my phone number if you want. Yeah, I we we should probably wrap up because I only have positive things to say about Warhammer. Well, I don't want to enable you. Yeah, so, I mean, to be to be fair, I'm probably just going to do it. I mean, it's it's one of the, it's one of the the big benefits of um, slaving away at jobs for about like eight or nine years now to actually have a like a bit of a decent salary <laughs> where yeah. I'm like, hey, I can buy things <laughs> like I can actually buy things now. Great. Fantastic. So I'm just going to buy stupid shit and get it all sent to my parents house. Nice. So it'll be like, like Christmas when I go back. All right, and uh, the address to uh, James's parents' house is... 
Yeah, we should get we should get a PO box so that like the one person that stumbles across this podcast every now and then can go. No, I'm sending cause... you some it. He'll <laughs> be a dead animal. <laughs> It'd be so weird, wouldn't it? But that's what I want. Not dead animals, but I want like if I, if I ever set up like a PO box or something like that, I wouldn't want people to send me good stuff. I, actually, no, I want people to send me good stuff here and there. But I'd like the majority of it to be just shite. It's all like weird shit you find on wish.com. You know what I mean? Like those fucking yeah. pants where you have like a tube and it goes to your mouth. Like one of them. Don't know why. And on that bombshell, I think we should go. And on that bombshell, we truly do live in a society. Have a great week, folks. And I'll see you in a couple of weeks. See you guys then. That's life. That's life.